I'm Sophie. Hi, I'm Paul. And we are SP Film Viewers. And for today's episode, we're going to be talking about Monsters, Inc. Now, we were just watching this over the weekend, but I assumed that Sophie had already seen the film already. Sophie assumed that as well, but apparently it's not the case. I hadn't seen any of the film until the end. <laughs> the ver- near the very end? Or yeah, just like, like part way through? swinging doors. Right, so you must have caught it on TV or something. Yeah, normally do. I don't think I've, had, I've got a DVD or anything like that right. of it. So I thought that's why we'll talk about this film this week, and I thought I would like to do it, because it's like one of my favourite Pixar films anyway so really yeah why it's monsters <laughs> oh yeah i guess i didn't even twig to that yeah that's true so it was really weird for me to watch it because i kind of watched it back to front so i kind of knew about boo mm-hmm. and that she was called boo and i actually thought don't laugh at me that somebody had called their child boo because obviously <laughs> Well, I mean, today's standards, you can call him what you want, but... <laughs> because obviously he named it Boo, but I, just, I didn't understand the concept behind it because I didn't know how they'd got that relationship. Right, right, okay. If that, if you make... Yeah, you no, get I, get, I get understand. It's putting the pieces, a missing piece of the puzzle there. I didn't know she'd escaped from her... I don't know how... I, I guess I assumed she needed to go back home, but how and... How did it escaped, or if somebody had stolen her or kidnapped her, was another kettle of fish, really. I didn't actually think that the monsters were scared of children. Well, I think it's just playing on the, the whole comical concept of it, was... it, really. The fact that they live literally to scare, you know, that's how they get their powers, is established at the very beginning, which is a good setup for the, it's... at the beginning, just to, to give you like a brief background of how the world works I really like and mm. the fact that yes that it, yeah it is kind of terrifying for them even though they don't really know much about them they just they're just an energy source really and they don't know much about it, but they just assume that they're full of diseases and like they're working at a power plant yeah aren't they basically which I didn't actually even know that that's so I really liked that like you said it's a valuable side to the story it's explaining the purpose behind yes. the monsters There's being monsters incorporated meaning the big company that yeah the energy supplier yeah but the fact that they're scaring them provides their energy is kind of a purpose of why they're doing it there's a reason yeah. behind a reason, it instead of being to live for them yeah instead of being malicious and just trying yeah. to scare little yeah, children yeah. kind of giving a reasoning behind it all yeah yeah so i think it kind of works in that favour but it does it does make me laugh when a child's like kind of get a first glimpse when another monster goes in and scares a child and somehow he gets his sock like on his back and they yeah. go literally like it kind of makes me laugh but it, I shouldn't laugh because it's like kind of what people are like with coronavirus at the moment it's like wash your hands you, yeah you, you're, you're contaminated and coming yeah it's like ridiculously SWAT overplayed team coming yeah. in yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. I shouldn't laugh though because stuff like that has happened no, where but it's it's quite scary how you 
can relate things to that these <laughs> so much these days to the, what's going on. It's just so odd. But, I bet you when you initially watched it, you didn't think anything well, no, of that. Well, no, no, of course. I think it's somewhere, yeah, this is really just a over-the-top reaction to <laughs> a piece of clothing that's been stuck to you, it's, and it's really not that bad. It's only just been silly with it, but... It's kind of the scared of the unknown with these, I think, yeah. either realising they don't act, or somebody at the top is fear-mongering them to think that to really. think that and actually yeah. it's not true so there's this horrible character which i bet you really like because it's like a lizardy kind of well, let's talk about the our two main leads first what do you think of them Sully i have a favorite yeah yeah who is it it's Sully the blue one oh. Oh. did you expect me to say that I don't know what to expect. Oh, okay. I assumed you liked them both for because the, they bounce off each other, really. They do, but Mike is... He's the... Why is cracking? Yeah, what? and he's not as lovable as... But I find they did a such a good job with considering he's lit, almost literally just an eyeball. He's so quite expressive, how he Definitely. acts and talks and... He's quite everything. comical yeah. and he does get across really, really well. And the person, obviously... You can kind of get the voice actor. Yeah, exactly. They did a good job with that, yeah. With him, it makes sense. And... Yeah, um, being Billy Crystal, who was, you know, you've seen Harry Met Sally, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, him, him doing the voice of that. And he was actually supposed to be, initially, he was going to do the voice of Woody for Toy Story, but he turned it down. Really? So, so, so then he, when he got the chance to do this, he's like, I jumped at the chance to yeah. do that. And Sully is voiced by John Goodman, who's done quite a lot of... It's just kind of one of those voices that is just, just so well-known. You just know it's him. Is he the dad in Coyote Ugly? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that film. <laughs> I think that's the only thing I know him from. But he does normally small parts and feels not like a big lead role. He's got like that kind of... Love- now that yeah. you're saying it, he's that he's got that lovable face about him, like you would yeah, want him to be your dad. Yeah, that tone voice, yeah. 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 But I think but. it's the way that Sully is kind of so soft around Boo. Like, he's meant to be this scarer of the... Top scarer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. every month he gets it, mm-hmm. and he's like the, the most scary monster out there, and mm-hmm. he's getting all the screams in, mm-hmm. and he's really good at his job. But actually... Deep down, he's quite sentimental, he's quite sweet, he's quite soft. So he's massively big. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Mike, who's an eyeball circle. Yeah. And you have to kind of build his personality up because he's only tiny and he could get yeah. really, really lost Yeah. if he wasn't the jovial, comical kind exactly, of yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah. But my, I think the relationship that pulls on my heartstrings is Sully with Boo and the way that he... He's looking after this little toddler and he's like kind of realises that initially he's a bit scared, isn't he, of her? Obviously, at first he's terrified of her. But he still wants to look after her at the same time as not wanting to kind of get too close. So he's trying to keep her alive. Yeah, and just try and get back home, yeah. Yeah, and he kind of slowly builds this relationship, which is lovely to see. Which is how the story progresses naturally, so... Because he's such a big, bulbousome kind of character, but a softie. Like, there's scenes where he's trying to run after her quite 
comically done, like, because she's so tiny and she's like, running around. Yeah. He's trying to pick her up, bless her. Yeah. Yeah. But it's one of those where you don't expect it to. I was at. I didn't know how the relationship was going to grow and how I would feel at the end when they parted. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, because normally I do cry at Disney's or Pixar's, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. really bad for it. We won't tell you what happens until we get further to the end mm-hmm. of the review, because we have, obviously, you always have to have a bad guy, don't you, in these scenarios. Yeah, so we go back to Randall. So I'm guessing you like him. because I guess he's, he's sort of reptilian, yeah, he's a, yeah in that sense of... I know he's obviously the bad guy and you're not supposed to like him, but it's, uh, I was like, more for his design aspect of him, like a chameleon mm. reptile creature thing. Like I know if I went to like a store and was going to buy a teddy and I was little, mm-hmm. I know which my teddy would be. Yeah, this will be the flip. Yeah, it'd be like, I'm in love with you and I want you to hug it. Yeah. Whereas I feel like you probably would get the bad one. Probably. Which is a bit worrying. <laughs> oh, bad guys always do have more fun as they say sometimes. Mm. I think not not Randall. Mm. And I've noticed it sounds like Handel and then he relates to a lot of doors. So I don't know if that's like a fun thing. I don't think so. No, no but it's just you. <laughs> I've never heard of her name Randall. I think I have probably, but and I see anyway, it's brings to mind for this one. It's Handel, Dawes, like that that's like the common theme, isn't it? And uh-huh. he's the second rank and initially I feel sorry for him like he's trying to do his hardest but it's just he's never going to be able to compete with Sully and how he's just the top screamer and he's like trying to get there but he's just not as good and he's comparing himself and you feel really sorry for him a little bit like oh bless him he's trying to strive for something and he's just not going to get it it's more like you can sort of relate in a workplace environment, can't you? Like, you so you try your hardest sometimes, but no matter how hard you try, there's always somebody who seems to just coast through and just have it easy. Yeah. Do the job or whatever. And they get all the praise, yes. and then even if you did try really, really hard, yeah. you still not notice because you've not done it as good as this other person. Yeah. So it's just what life is like, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So you do kind of pity him a little bit, and you think, yeah, I know where you're at. He's the underdog so to speak, mm-hmm. and, a, and a good British person always loves an underdog. We cannot not, we always back them and we feel sorry for them. And I started to feel that way initially. But then changed to him and realised he was trying to cheat his way through the... I was duped, wasn't yeah. I? And I'm thinking, Sophie, how gullible. You've been so good at all these other films. You've been, I let my guard down. Which, and the stupid thing is, I knew he was a baddie because I'd seen the end. So why was I surprised? I, just... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so obviously, yeah, he's cheating, like you said. He's opening Boo's... Why he's picked Boo, of all people? He could share it a little bit, unless she's, like, a good screamer. I, I think they established that on one that... There's that, like, infomercial thing on TV they're watching before the advert of the Monsters Incorporated thing. And they kind of explain that they try and best place a monster to, to get the... The most screams out of them basically they assign a monster almost specifically oh, to, to a child. certain child right. to make that the best quality they can get from that to extract the energy the yeah so i think it's that's why you see when she's in mike and sully's apartment or whatever 
And she has a drawing of Randall, doesn't she? Yeah. So it's kind of like, this is Randall's your monster, because it's something that's obviously happened before. Yeah. So that, that she, he's the monster that's assigned to her to get the, the screams from or something. So. Poor Boo. Yeah. I'd rather have Sully. Yeah, no, but at the point, it's only it's not in a nice way to be assigned that, is it? It's it's more no, for the scares. No, but still, at least he won't be going to the extremes that he is. You know, just go in and do his job, and then he'd come back out again, wouldn't he? He won't be then scaring her even more than is required to build up right. the screams. Okay. If that makes sense, okay, you know. In a way, yeah. And then wanting to kidnap her. Only kidnapping her because of her escaping into the real the monster world. Sorry, not the real world. But that's his fault because he shouldn't have left the door yeah. open and And it's the whole thing of if Mike hadn't done his paperwork mm-hmm. then Sully wouldn't have encountered Boo. It's yeah. that knock on effect, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a domino thing, yeah. isn't it? Whereas oh if a, if this hadn't oh, happened no, then, then this wouldn't have happened, yeah, yeah. Then we wouldn't have a movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I really think it's quite a good kind of characterisation for Randall. I think he does kind of get to the point where you just don't really like him is a sleazeball you also did say the voiceover character Steve Buscemi again yeah which we know my thoughts on him from being Mr Pink running out and leaving everybody mm-hmm. to die mm-hmm. you know he's that just that kind of sleazeball kind of somebody who gets underneath his skin kind of horrible character mm-hmm. and I think he is, he is portrayed quite well as that and I don't like the fact that he's sneaky because he changes his colours so we then get to a point of where the connection's grown with Zully and Boo. They're like really, really close now, and it doesn't. I don't think he really wants to give Boo up either. He's... No, that's because it's, that's the whole reason, like giving her a name, or that nickname anyway. Sort of like Max says, so once you start naming, you get attached to it. That's true. That is hundred. Yeah. Like there's been mounts of cats that have come to my house that have been either stray cats or. The owners are not no longer there, and then I started naming it, and you know what happens then? It, the cat yeah, has to come in the house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's it is it's hundred percent true. When you start naming it, you get attached, and he definitely is now attached. He's a hundred percent committed though to taking her back home. Yeah, yeah. But he wants to be able to see her. I think still, you don't want to lose that connection, mm-hmm. but he wants her to be where she belongs. So they kind of tell the big spider man, boss man. Yeah, water news. That's what it's called. Yeah. What Randall's been doing. And it turns out, sort of in coats anyway, about this whole thing. So they get banished for, you know, keeping her a secret from everybody. As you know, was all the sort of the, the SWAT type people looking for the criminal. Mm. Evidence, and they know so. too much now. Yeah, about so. everything. So they, yeah, so they get managed to the the, the human world, and because Randall's got this machine that's sort of like a scream extractor mm. thing to get more energy. Because what news is worried about the energy crisis <laughs> and its company going under. So that's when people start to turn evil, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, when... the co- big corpse. Yeah, um, where they're like, oh, we need more, we need yeah. more, and the greed comes yeah. in. They do eventually get back. They meet... Is it Bigfoot? It's the Abominable Snowman. Oh, but Bigfoot was apparently... They mentioned that again. Yeah. It's again, it's making the, a link with what we in the human world class as <laughs> mythical thing or mysterious creatures that mm. may or may or may not exist. But they do find a door 
to be able to yeah. get back and this is where you get the end kind of scene which I'd already somewhat yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, into the doors. Which is really re- cleverly done, isn't it, really? It gives you a bit of ups and downs. It kind of twists and turns mm. and you don't know if it's going to come out the way that you want. And the lady that looks like a slug. Oh, yeah, Roz. Was asking, <laughs> She's like part of the squat team, isn't she? She's number one in the yeah, squat yeah. team. Yeah. How she's, is she when she's a slug? She's just the undercover to sort of like suss out what was going on with the company. So the the cruel part is, and this is a bit that kind of clutches at your heartstrings a little bit, is where they kind of put in Boo back. Yeah, even this time. I th- I don't know if it's because I, I, you were there in the room or something, <laughs> I guess, because I sort of know that these, these things can get you a bit upset, but I think I kind of, I was I didn't know it was coming, but I didn't like tear up a lot like I did for up. I always did with that. But this one did, I think it's kind of just like getting older and like, you know, kids and stuff. And I think it's like, oh, it's so sad that she's like a little cute little girl and now she had to say bye to her pal. Yeah. Everything, yeah. I was like, don't cry, Sophie, don't cry, don't cry. No. <laughs> he didn't. I didn't, no. but... It, it was quite touching, wasn't it, really? It yeah. was touching. And when the, when the door then, as well, it's got... Gone back to, yeah, she's like, opened it up to see him. And then they crumbled the door up. Yeah, yeah, the door shredder, yeah. And he keeps that little... I'm thinking, if you carry on any longer, the tears are going <laughs> to... They're going to come now, like, you need to stop it. And luckily, it just... Yeah, it did go swiftly. Swiftly went on, and I was like... Phew. Okay, I didn't cry. <laughs> Nearly. If they'd, if they'd have eked it out any longer, yeah. there would have been tears. I was devastated for him. I really was because it's like, well, he's lost yeah. his pal. She's heartbroken. She opens the little yeah. closet and she's looking like, yeah. it's not there. Yeah. And shuts it again and she's like, lost. Yeah. Like. Yeah. However, it comes a happy ending. Yes, when they realise they can overturn the company and... Make it all about the laughs rather than the screams to make the energy, which is ten times more powerful, which is obviously established when throughout the film when Boo's laughing at Mike doing silly things and that's like causing a power outage or yeah. the surface to blow and all that stuff. Which actually a lot nicer way of getting your energy. <laughs> yeah. Cause not frightening anybody and kind of spreading a bit of joy. joy. Yeah. yeah. So. so I really, really, really enjoyed it. I can't believe I haven't seen it all the way through. It's just been bits and bats here mm-hmm. and there, really, with it. I don't think I knew... If you'd have asked me, I'd have said, yes, I've seen it. That's what I assumed, really, because I thought it was just something too easy to go before we put something else on to review this week. But I thought, oh, it's a good thing I'd like to talk about that with the fact that you hadn't seen it and could sort of get your just general thoughts on what you thought of it so I'm not complaining about this one that you've picked <laughs> not not one day I it was lovely to watch I think especially because we'd had a busy week it was one of those kind of simple yeah. light pleasing kind of films oh, definitely. To... it's very colorful as well and it's yeah. just wonderful to watch it really is in the yeah. storyline it doesn't let you down it it kind of keeps you on your toes you know kind of how it might end but you don't you don't know and mm-hmm. it's not too predictable no. okay so if we're Resume its score then. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to give it a four. No, you're not. I am. Um, I don't like monsters. I think they're horrible. I don't. didn't like Randall, so that. And then there was that spider thing. No, I'm, I'm not. 
I just because you said it was one of your favourite pixels, I wanted to kind of underscore um, it, but I can't. Believe you have to try a bit harder. <laughs> Sorry for that. I knew that wasn't going to be the case. I hated it. No? No. Worse than Bora? No. Nothing could be worse than that. Um, <laughs> I would like to score it a high, but not a 10, but a 9. It's lovely to watch. It's something you can watch for your children if you had them. It's pleasing just to watch it as being adults. It's got value all over it. It's got good morals. It's colourful. And it has a nice ending, which I'm always happy with. What about you? Me? Wonder. Kind of gave it away, I think. I am also going to give it a nine. Good film pick. It's a very good film pick. Although there is one thing about it that was slightly annoying, and that's due to not it's not this film's fault. It's the sequels or the prequels' fault. Monsters University, where shortly after the infomercial that's been on TV when they're walking down the street to work, and Mike says something like, "Oh, you're going to see this face a lot more." TV or whatever, and then Sully says, like, oh, yeah, on the most wanted list, mm-hmm. and then, then this line, Mike says something like, you've been jealous of my good looks since the fourth grade. Now, how could that be if they met in university for the first time? Oh, I didn't know that that was, yeah. Well, you'll have to write in and let them know that they've, they've messed it up. Which kind of just ruins the whole purpose of the prequel really in that sense because it's like well that doesn't make sense so did they meet in university they yeah, were, they that's what weren't some... like kind of like friends at school and then both went to university no, together it, no it's not Im- certainly not implied really that mm. it's kind of like the fact that oh we're meeting you oh i don't like you we're not going to get along and then they have to work together as part of the thing at the university challenge or whatever but so it's not so they haven't thought it through. I think they've missed that line complete, completely when they've. Yeah, I would. This. I really would have preferred if they did. I don't know. I'm sure they could have thought of a way to make Monsters Inc. Two or something, just like a direct sequel, not like a prequel. Yeah. Instead of before, thing. kind of what? Yeah. How are they? After now, the fact that they're running the business. Or something. Yeah, I don't know what they could have done, but. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they could have done something. Oh, sometimes just leave it alone. The first one was good. Why, why yeah, do we need more? It's, yeah, it's a nice, nice little ending as well with that as well. You know, it's like when he goes back to see Boo and it's just a kitty and then it's, that, and it's like he's happy and then that's that's all you need. Yeah, really. it's perfect. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Yeah. And then I had to show you the thing on YouTube as well, didn't I? The, um, that little sort of like end credit type thing that wasn't on the Disney Plus thing for some reason. There was, there was some outtakes as well that you haven't seen. But the bit where, you know, with the... Put that thing back where it came from, also helped me. <laughs> and then they actually do the a play. As, yeah. as a, a company play as well, which I think was a nice touch. Well, they had to, didn't they? They said they were doing a play, they so they had to, to yeah. have to do it. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, it is yeah, really good. Yeah. Definitely recommend somebody to watch it if they haven't seen it. They probably have seen it and they're not yeah, stuck in a cupboard like me. <laughs> 2001, I think it was. So, yeah, you probably will have seen... If you've seen most pictures, now you 
you probably will have seen this one. It's one of the best ones for me. It's, and it's monsters, like you say. They're all just really colourful. No, you're not a good monster, don't yeah, you? <laughs> so, thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our thoughts and probably think where the hell has Sophie been for the last 10 years or wherever. Just not lot, watched a lot of films, just that's what it is. And then I met Paul and... The whole world opened up. Somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> what we'll say is now, just as a precursor for next week or so, we are in the process of the big move to the, our new place, so there may or may not be a delay in getting the next episode out for the following week or might have just taken a bit of a little short break potentially with things to see how we go with our schedule of stuff but yeah we'll or maybe our... a little delay possibly yeah. we'll have to see how it but works we'll try our best to get back on track sooner rather than later but uh, yeah just to make you aware of that in case and hopefully it'll be a hell of a lot quieter where we live so you won't have any other noise yeah traffic or bangs or any yeah thing like that so because it's quite rural yeah. so it's it's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> yeah so thank you very much for listening and of course you can listen to our other episodes in the meantime on itunes podbean and wherever else you might get your podcasts from and of course we're on the social medias that being facebook twitter and instagram under the handle sp film viewers Thank you again and I hope that you have enjoyed it and we will speak to you very soon. Yep, speak to you soon. Bye. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.